What is up, guys? Welcome to episode eight of the Set the Bar podcast. I'm your host, Ben Todd, along with my co-host, Lucian Rawlings. And today we're going to be recapping the last month and a half or so that we've been away. There's been a lot of good things happening in both of our lives that we'll get into a little bit with you guys. And today's topic is going to focus on habit building. This is going to be a continuation of last episode's topic on breaking up with motivation. Today we're going to get into developing habits. We'll quickly define what a habit is. We will go through some of our own personal habits in our own lives and then kind of guide you guys on how to create habits and how to enjoy the process of habit forming rather than the result. So with that, let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Set the Bar. Uh, my name's Ben. And I'm Lucian. And uh, we missed you guys. It's been, it's been a while. It's been, uh, it's been a long time, actually. We, um, we got busy. Life, life happens to, to us, just like everybody else. And we got busy, but uh, we're here now, and we're uh, we're ready to rock. We're back, baby. What's new, man? Everything. Everything. Trust me, I know. Did some traveling. Just coming out of the Thanksgiving coma, and uh, ready to get back into it. Did you have a nice time seeing your family? Sure did. Awesome. It was wonderful. Good. Saw some old friends. Everything I needed. Cup is full. That's good, man. That's really good. How about yourself? I'm good, man. Uh, I think the last time we left off, I was just getting ready to take this certification exam for work. Um, well, what happened? I ended up passing it. Golf clap for Ben. Thank you. Thank you. It was, a, it was a really hard test. It was a really, really hard test. 101 questions in two hours. Uh, I submitted the test with about five minutes left to go, and I thought I failed it. And when I submitted it and it said that I passed, I... Uh, was was quite surprised. Very very happy though. Um, very happy. And and since then, um, I've made some strides at work, gotten some more responsibilities, and uh, things have been good. So everything's great. Well done, Ben. All right. Uh, what do you want to talk about today? Uh, we're going to continue on with a conversation we had from our last episode. Uh, last episode we were talking about breaking up with motivation. So now we're going to transition into how to form a habit, because if I remember correctly, we were talking about how we can't rely solely on motivation to get us through the things that we need to do. Motivation is okay for a little while, but you need to work on building those habits that will kind of get you through um, you know, doing whatever tasks that you need to do. Sure. And uh, our little break from this podcast is a great example of using habits to prioritize things that are going on in our life, right? We're going to have a little variation. That's okay. Sometimes we can't podcast when we want to. Sometimes we can't be friends to the, everyone when we want to, but... We'll eventually get back there like we are today. Absolutely. A habit. What is it? How do we use it? And then we'll give some tips to the listeners about how to form their own habits and give them a little challenge like usual. That sounds good. So I guess I'll kick it off with you. What, uh, what's your definition of a habit? What, what are we looking at? Mm, a habit is more of a process to me. Something that I can implement to keep me steady even when we're deviating course, right? Like I want to come back to at least control what I can as much as possible. 
and then let the deviations come as they will, but just staying closer to that main line that we talked about before, right? Yeah. Consistency. Absolutely. How about yourself? You know, I think a habit is something that you just do automatically. It's just something that's ingrained in your in your daily process. It's not something you have to think about. It's not something that you have to try to forcibly do. It's just something that just happens because it's it's a routine that you've built over time. But in building that habit, it is something you have to actively participate in. Right? Absolutely. Over time, it becomes something that you don't absolutely think about absolutely for a while it's very tough and it's not an easy task but it will inevitably help you get more stuff done in the limited amount of time you have each day right absolutely and that's something you uh you try to impart on me quite often is maximizing and being more efficient with time right yeah we all have only 24 hours in every day and we should be sleeping eight hours up for we got 16 to really go after all those things we want to do. So we got to really get as efficient as possible so we can relax, exercise, be valuable members of society to our work teams, everything that we want to do. It sounds like a lot, but if you apply one framework to each thing, the same framework in most circumstances, you can fit all that plus you can have spare time right. which is something that people always complain about not having i don't have the time to do that i think a lot of people do have time they're just spending their time inefficiently or they could be better using their time yeah i think people fail to prioritize tasks as well but if you have a habit it helps you prioritize as well so let's talk about what our habits are ben yeah and how we use those daily in a day not every day not daily as in variation, right? Because we're going to talk about the way our habits work for us. So let's use a sample day. You tell me what you do. Tell me, we talked about this a little bit where I work out in the morning, you work out in the evening. We're on similar programming mm -hmm. and we both have long, strenuous work days and obligations outside of training and work. So tell me what yours looks like and I'll share what mine looks like and then we'll get into that sure. tip, tip section. Sure. Well, for me, you know, my day, it, 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 during the week, it looks, it's pretty standard. I, I don't really deviate much from the habits that I've built. Um, you know, I wake up in the morning, I go to work, I get to work around 7.30, um, work until about 5, 5.30. Um, and that, that looks different every day. Mostly I've been out of clients recently. Um, and then once I get off of work, you know, I head straight to the gym, get to the gym around 6.30 or so. Um, and I'll train from... 7 o'clock until about 9, 9.30, and then I head home, um, shower, eat, and get ready for the next day. So without getting into the, into the, the depths of you know, the, the real grind of, of the daily habits, that's kind of what my day looks like. And, and I'm okay with, with the days looking the same. You know, sometimes monotony is important because it, it helps keep you on track. Uh, what about you? What, what, is a, what does a day look like for you? Same every day, 4.45, wake up gym for a couple hours get to the office between 7 30 and 8 work till 5 to 6 come home spend some time with my wife try to get to bed by 8 30 or 9 so pretty boring existence during the week but that's okay that that allows me plenty of uh, opportunity to be rested and get training in be productive at work and spend some time with my wife which is what's most important to me. And you know, I think that even though we have quote unquote boring lives, 
I think it, it's functional for us and I think it works best for us because we are able to prioritize the things that are important to us with having the, the routine and the schedule that we implement. Sure. And when I think about my day, I want to attack three things at max very well. And then the, the others are going to fall lower on the priority list. Some days there's six things I need to do. Sometimes there's four, but I'm always going to hit the core three first and then deal with the others as they come. Sometimes you got to let overflow happen, right? We all want a clean slate every morning, but it's just not reality. So let me ask you, how did you come to form the habits that you have now? Like, what was that process like for you to kind of go through that to, to get to the, the routines that you have now? Sure. Yeah, my brain has always been one to take a take a problem, analyze, set a conclusion, go, right? And then I keep testing, retesting, retesting, almost scientifically, like a hypothesis, a test, a conclusion, see the result, make adaption, adaptation, excuse me, come back to it again, keep revisiting it, refining, refining, refining. I don't think it's ever perfect, right? Because life is going to change and your interests change and things like that. But that that's the way I do it. I just like to keep I, I have to have a baseline to give me some reference back some people are a little more free-flowing with it and I'm I'm happy for them that they can do that but it doesn't work for me I, I can't deviate too much I'm okay with change you just I need a framework for the change absolutely and I would say the most important part is enjoying the process so for me forming the hypothesis testing 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 coming back changing 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 right to the minute detail. I like the process. People ask, oh, you look great. You're in great shape. How'd you get there? What was your goal? I didn't really have a goal. I just had an idea like, I'm going to get this process going and see what happens. And holy shit, six months later, here we are, right? right. Good result. Right. Don't care about the result, to be quite honest with you. I'm still not consumed with the result. But, but the fact that you're implementing that process day in and day out and day in and day out, it will eventually get you to an end goal. You know, whatever that end goal might be, because you're implementing that process day over day, the end goal will just inevitably come. And for me, there is no end. There is no end goal because there isn't really a goal. I mean, it, there's some landmarks that I'd like to hit, but it's okay. I just want the process of all of it, right? How about you, Ben? Tell me a little bit about how you form a habit and... What your process looks like, you know, I doubt you're doing uh, hypotheses. Maybe you are, but tell me what, maybe you're a goal setter. It's okay to be a goal setter. That's the other thing I want to say. Like, you can work to a goal. Some people need that, and that's completely fine. I just, for me, I see it as death will be the end goal, right? Like, we're all going to get our turn at that. And that's, you know, that you're, you're not wrong about that, and that, that is factual, but I am the, the goal-oriented kind of person, and I think you, you probably know that about me by now. Um, the way I do things is I set goals. Um, I, I have a, usually a, a pretty big goal that I have, and then I'll, I'll set these smaller kind of landmark, you know, benchmarks for myself as I go through that process. Um, and whether I achieve the goal or whether I don't achieve the goal, it, it's, it's not really all that important. I, I kind of like what you said about the process. And I'm kind of very process-oriented as well. I think enjoying the process is something that not a lot of people, they kind of lose sight of the process. They, they, they kind of get all mind-warped in, oh, I'm just doing this day over day over day. 
and, and I'm not really getting anywhere. But the fact is, is if you continue to show up every day, if you continue to do the minute, you know, mundane tasks, eventually you will make progress. It's just inevitable. You gotta keep showing up. Absolutely. So for me, what I, what I really like is, is just to, to have a goal in mind and just be constantly working towards achieving that goal. And I'll use that test as an example. You know, that test was, was put out there by my company saying, hey, you know, we'd be really good if you were able to do this. And I was like, all right, let's go. So I made, a, you know, made that my goal, and then I set these really small, you know, daily or weekly benchmarks for myself that I wanted to hit. I wanted to study for this many hours a week, and I would do that week over week over week until I got to the end and I felt prepared to test and, you know, took the test and passed it. So... I guess what we're hearing is process is really what matters, but getting to the, how you get there depends on you as a person, right? You can be goal oriented and open-ended book like me, just testing out theories over and over again. But either way, you're going to have to form those habits such as going to the gym or I don't know, working harder at something at work. Right. And you can't, I, Christine always tells me to, you know, you don't attack the elephant at the trunk first, right? Sometimes you got to start at the feet. Sometimes you got to, I guess the other euphemism is like swallow the frog head first. Some days you're going to have to take the big task on first. So just depends on what your day looks like. And as we all know, the hardest part of getting to the, excuse me, the hardest part of working out is the 30 minute car ride to the gym, right? right? Once we get there. Hell, it's easy from there. Yeah, absolutely. But I think once once you're able to get past that mental that mental block of of trying to start something, obviously starting something is is the hardest part. Once you get going, you have momentum. But it's a, that initial start, that first step, that's really the hardest. Sure, that and that's a great point, Ben. And as I talked about earlier, we were going to try to give the listener some tips in forming habits. So how do I get going, right? What, what do I do? How do I get this? How do I get that? How, how do I get to this result if we're goal-oriented? I can't talk today. Uh, well, everybody's thing looks different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but you got to find something to get you. And we talked about breaking up with motivation. I'm okay if you use motivation to just get you budging forward. But quickly, we need to get to this habit-forming routine as opposed to constant motivation and then as we talked about earlier uh people use social media in many different ways but i think it's a very valuable tool if used appropriately right like maybe you look at someone that is achieving that thing you want like that's one would call that motivation right but you can kind of start to follow their habits because they're going to put them up there so see what they're doing read and i'm not talking about reading Google News, like read deeply, read about people that have had success in their life. They they love to tell their story in autobiographies and they're very valuable tools. There's so much information though, it's hard to consume. So pick five books, try them a while and then sort through. Don't just be constantly self-improving or you're never going to have a habit. You'll just be constantly chasing that habit which is the fault in the system that I use. You cannot always change. Sometimes you need to test for a while before making any improvements or subtractions from your process. 
I think another big piece of that is being open-minded to new ideas and new ways of thinking and new strategies. I think there's a lot of people who are, you know, very closed off to other people's ideas or, you know, they think that the way they do things is, you know, the be-all, end-all. But obviously, if there's somebody who's, who's really doing something or achieving something that you want, take a look at what they're doing, you know, analyze what they're doing. Do they wake up early? Do they... You know, do they put in long hours at work? Like, are they going to the gym six days a week? Like, what are they doing that's getting them to where they are? And then you can kind of take different pieces of information from different people and then apply them to your own life, figure out what works, what doesn't work, because not everything's going to work for everybody, you know? So I think being able to find and take different pieces of information from other people and then trying to apply them to your own life I think that's also really going to be a benefit as well. So the good old-fashioned trial and error technique, huh? Yes. Seems to be a common theme in everything. So let's wrap this up. We've talked long. We're excited to be back. It doesn't sound like it in our voice today, but we are. Um, So I would challenge everyone to find one thing to zero in on this week or month or whatever it may be form some sort of habit process or process to form a habit i should call it and get started just just try it a while try it a week try it two weeks i mean i think you probably need something like 21 days to form a habit is like the old saying right or to break a habit um so try it three weeks just do the same thing always and you know guys every day we are getting close to the end of the year Uh, as we're recording this it's almost the end of november so we've got roughly four or five weeks left in the year. And it doesn't mean you guys have to wait until the first of the year to, to start working on this stuff. You know, if there's really something that you want to do, if there's, if there's you know, a, a process that you want to start implementing, if, you, if there's something that you want to go after or improve on, get started on that now. You know, why, why wait? Why put it off? I put off doing this podcast for about four years, and once I finally got started on it, I was really excited, you know? And, and, and that's been something that, that I can say I, I take pride in. Um, so, you know, definitely take, take Lucian's advice and, and, you know, just get going on it. Yeah. Resolutions always fail because it's a wait period, right? And then we lead up and think, oh, I should eat a bunch of trashy food and just have a good time in the holidays because I'll, I'll get it going January one. Well, there's holidays in January and February and I, I just, I, I think that's a way for the fitness industry to make a lot of money. And I think you're not going to form a habit out of a resolution. You need to just get going and you want to do it, you will do it. There's no thing that's going to catapult you into space. And I think that's really the biggest piece and and the most important piece of this whole thing is there has to be an internal drive and an internal want to do something. You could be getting external motivation or external, you know, sources telling you to do this or that, but if you yourself either want to do it or don't want to do it, that's going to be the biggest determining factor on whether you actually get started with it. That's right. So good luck to everybody. Get those habits started. Get one started. See how it works. Once you get your framework, I promise you can apply it to all the other ones and it'll keep working and keep working and trust the process. Enjoy the process and go get it. And guys, as always, if you enjoyed the show today, if it brought you some value, if you learned something new, gain a new perspective, uh, go ahead and share the show. You know, we, we like to do this. We like to help you guys. We like to try to inspire and provide some useful knowledge to you guys. You know, we think we've got some, some useful knowledge to pass on. So 
If it's something you guys like, please share it with a friend. Uh, also, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram. I got the Instagram links down in the bio, so go give us a follow. That does it for episode eight of the Set the Bar podcast. As always, remember to have a great week and be the best version of yourself.